Uh, we're back to another Shit, short man. one. Yeah, I want to play the, this other song. Yeah, road trip song. Playing a horse we know named by America. Alright. Alright. Um, Hit me with it, Daniel. Hit me with it. So, what is, bro, the unofficial nickname of El Paso? Now, the official nickname is the Sun City, as we all know. Yeah. Which it's, to be honest, it gets that name because it gets a lot of sun throughout the year. It's the no. Bullshit though, every, every fucking city gets sun. No, but the thing is that it's the number 10 uh, city in the world that receives the most sun. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's there. Like two cities are in, in, in Arizona, and the number 10 is El Paso. It gets a really? lot, yeah, it gets sunlight, a lot of sunlight throughout the year. Number 10 in the world. I just feel like they have, like, uh, what else do we give El Paso? Like, what else is El Paso not for? Like, nothing. <laughs> the sun, bro. The sun, okay. And so that's what's the sun city, but what's the unofficial nickname? Uh, Come on, you should know this. El Chuco. El Chuco, there you go. El Chuco. Alright, right, so we're gonna talk about this. We're, we're <laughs> right, about to educate people on El Chuco. Okay. So, all my life, even when I when I asked adults, you know, they're not really sure. But they always think, oh, I think because of Pachuco. So Pachuco, for, for those of you who don't know, it's a suit suitor. What? A, a suit suitor? You know, like, like, have you seen The Mask with Jim Carrey? Yeah. You know when, when he goes dancing, he has that like, yellow uh, suit? I think so. Yeah, that's a, a suit suit. You know? What? Yeah, it's like kind of like a cholo type of thing. Oh, you know? you know? okay. You know? Yeah. So, so those are in Spanish called Pachucos. I don't know where that word comes from, but a lot of th- a lot of people say, oh, because they came from California and then they took it to El Paso, you know, uh-huh. in El Paso, because there's also a lot of Hispanics and Mexican Mexican Americans. If the Pachuco, but they took suit, what to El Paso? The the style uh-huh. from California, you know, the, the suit suit style. Yeah. So then a lot of people were like, oh, so that, so that's probably where they get it from from Pachuco. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially because these one Mexican uh, uh, actor named. Uh, well, his last name is Valdez, I think it's Germán Valdez, uh-huh. uh, also known as Tintan. He is Ramón Valdez, his brother Ramón Valdez. You might know he's on Ramón in El Chavo del Ocho. Uh-huh. So them, including Loco Valdez and all like those brothers, they lived in Juárez. And then, really? Yeah, and then so, so they would go to El Paso, right? And this guy Tintan, uh, Germán, I think, I think that's Germán, he got that, that suit. You know, like he liked that. Yeah, that. Like the so, so then they, he, he took it to Mexico City when he became an actor. So a lot of people in Mexico City were like, what the fuck is this guy wearing, you know? Yeah. So they call him El Pachuco. He was very known for that, you know? And he, in, in a way, made Juarez and El Paso a little more famous, you know? So so a lot of people, you ask a lot of people, oh, I think, I think they call Paso Chuco because of Pachuco, you know? Well, yeah. I was on Facebook the other day and there's this official page of Juarez for tourists, you know, where they give you, like, information about Juarez, and, and like, yeah. like, why, Juarez and El Paso, to be honest, gives you a little bit of both, like, why things happen there, or, or something historical about the city, you know, a place in, in the city, Yeah. and it talked about the origin of the word Chuco, why we call El Paso Chuco, Chuco Town, uh-huh. well, as you know, even today, a lot of people in Mexico go to El Paso to work, you know, a lot of people in Juarez, they cross the bridge to go to uh, whether they have papers or not, you know? Yeah. They go. And there was a shoe company that had a lot of, of Mexicans, you know? Yeah. So it was a shoe company. Shoe co. So people, a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people, they're like, oh yeah, 
working tomorrow. Oh, I work. I'm I'm going to the shoe company. We're al chuco. We're al chuco. Oh, you know? really? Yeah, I'm going to the shoe company. You know, we're al chuco. You think that's real? It sounds very legit. I was looking at the comments and people were like agreeing with it. But it's Facebook, though. But still, you know, it's it's. Hey, it'd be cool. It's kind of fun, you know. I, I looked it's, at it that. I think I think I looked. At, I saw it like two days ago when I was showing Alexis in Georgia. Yeah. Like holy shit, that makes sense. That actually does make sense, and it's pretty fucking funny because it shows. So so yeah. So there's not like fucking shit pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, because and, and that's another thing that we can talk about. Because uh, when you think about in linguistics, you know, sometimes we have uh, in languages we have sounds that are similar but different. That's why sometimes we pronounce foreign uh, words different, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Or, or that's why, like, the the English American English R is different from the British. British English R, you know? Yeah. Yet when we listen to each other, we understand that there's an R there just with a different pronunciation, you know? So it's probably what's happening there. They know that it's a, it's a sh, not a ch, you know? Not, it's not chuko, it's shuko. Then we go back to how people like Luis, they make fun of me sometimes with my my accent when I speak Spanish, which is my, my mother tongue, yeah. because I come from Chihuahua. And in Chihuahua, it's known that we pronounce the ch sh. So other people, other people say Chihuahua, and yeah. we say in Chihuahua. A, in northern Mexico, you in like in, sh- in Chihuahua specifically. Yeah. So there, it's already shuko. Just sounds like it sounds natural for them. Oh, like the ch that we pronounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shuko. So they, they use that. They use the ch, for it, but it's really not the ch of. It's more of a. Sh. Yeah, it's not the CH of the yeah, rest of they, Mexico. They use the CH, the Chuco. 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 And Chuco. We Chuco. They're like a little. You know what I mean? There's no ch in Chu. Yeah, there's no. It's Chu in English. Yeah. Right? But what I'm saying is that a lot of people in Chihuahua, even if it, had, if it, even if it, had, it was a CH, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That it's like a. To them, it's the same sound. To them, here mm, they don't differentiate. The yeah, it's the same sound. Mm. And that's why it's called the ch- Chuco. Chuco. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that's not as cool as the first story. I mean, like the first. The Pachuco uh, one? Yeah, yeah. right? So that one's actually pretty fun. Like, oh shit. I mean, that's not even that. No, like, but then if you think about it, how. Which was named after a gangsters. Well, they are gangsters. They were per- uh, There's prosecuted. There's prosecuted? Yeah, well, this guy was in, in Mexico, but here in, in El Paso, uh, especially in California, there was, uh, you know, with racism and segregation and all that, they were being uh, targeted by the police. You talk about the, the riots of the 60s in California, or 50s and 60s, where suit suitors were targeted, and it was in newspapers that anybody wearing a suit suit was going to get arrested and beat up by the police. Really? Yeah. Because they were associated with gangs. Because I had already Googled this a long time ago. And I never found that that was the answer for Chuco, what do we call it. But you know, you kept digging in and then you find out about the Pachucos and the uh, or, or suit suitors, you know. Huh. It's fucking crazy. I'm just kind of surprised you know all this shit. 
I'm a little surprised something a lot. Fucking El Paso, dude. El Paso, Texas. Chuco. But I mean, even that, I think it tells you. Dude, I think El Paso's kind of a boring city, to be fucking honest. Really? I love El Paso. Yeah, I like it. But... I think it's a boring like, city. It has potential. Sure. It has, it has potential. It has a lot of people. It has a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, it's a city. It's definitely a city, like a big city. But it's just like, I feel like it goes, it's going nowhere. I mean, it's going somewhere very fucking slowly. You're right. You know. Yeah, right? And the reason why is because people do want to add more cool shit to El Paso. But like, you have to get permission from the government in a lot of things. I just think we need more doers in El Paso. I think all the doers leave. It's because also, because whenever they want to do like a big project, like they were thinking about making like a... Like a uh, Six Flags in there, yeah. Because there's not that many no, well, big cities around it. You yeah, know? it doesn't make sense for the company to go put a yeah. Six Flags in the middle. Of- where, where you do it in San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, you know, well, all those cities that are there, you know, Houston. Yeah. People from those cities will go, you know, because yeah. it's like not that far. But that's not the way to go. People want to put it all of a sudden. It's like you want to run before you can walk. Yeah. Chill the fuck out. You can't just put a fucking uh, amusement park. It's a, I'm telling you, it's a boring city. You can't just put an amusement park in and, oh, fuck, it's cool now. You gotta, you gotta start building it, like, from downtown, which they are trying to do, right? You gotta make downtown really fucking cool. I gotta feel like I wanna be there all the time, like I'm in, like, in Austin. Yeah. That's where it's at, you know what I mean? And it's more, it's, uh, there's a lot of elements to it. You gotta, local businesses, first of all, have to start, uh, doing kind of like unique shit that you can't find anywhere else you know what I mean yeah 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 local restaurants with good food that's what you need you need effort people we need effort I'd like to go back and do something in El Paso to be honest me too Um, me too because you said it has potential I see the potential too and I feel I honestly feel it can single handedly build El Paso. I don't know why. Let's go talk to the mayor right now. I, like, without the fucking mayor's help. Like, I feel like I just... All they want is money, and I feel... If I come back with money, it's like, alright, bitch, look. Look, bitch. Here's what's gonna happen. I got the money. You're gonna sit down and be quiet while you let me do this shit. You're gonna let the young big boy do the work. You're gonna, you're gonna write your fucking laws, you know. You know, you're gonna smile to the camera and shit. You're gonna let me do my shit. But, but there is, Daniel, there's this vibe in El Paso. Uh-huh. Like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you feel it? There's a vibe of, like, like I said, slowness. You know what I mean? What is it, Daniel? What the fuck is it? Here in, in Austin, it's like, let's go. It's not, yeah. it's not, let's go. It's not like we're in a hurry. It's kind of like, yeah, we're doing this. We're doing, of course we're doing this. No, it's, it's every day I feel like there's progress without there being there's effort, but not. There's not like we're trying. It's weird. It's just like it's already flowing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I feel like in El Paso, uh, it's more it's more static. More static, but why? Because I think because people are looking out only for themselves. Well, it's because if you think honest. if you think about it, uh, Austin's 
historic, it's more of a historic city. And also the university brings out more people with different ideas and backgrounds. Yeah. So it makes the city more diverse. Therefore, there's a flow of different ideas competing and sharing and, and helping out. Whereas El Paso is probably just like, oh, we're cool like this, you know? Like, what you, so, you know, I agree, but El Paso also has a university, right? UT, yeah, but it's... UT El Paso. I think the difference between UT El Paso, and there's a lot of differences, and UT Austin, is that, like what you said, for some reason, UT Austin brings in people from all over the world. And just think about it. Whenever I go to UTEP, like it's I, only like, people from El Paso. From El Paso, and then I go to UT. It's it's hard to find somebody that's that from is true. Austin. You know, most of the people that I met are from other places that is not Austin. You know, that is true. You know, and and I don't understand why. I mean, I maybe it is that UT El Paso doesn't make the effort to bring in other people because what you can do is first of all, a lot of people want to come to Texas. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of people living in fucking out in the middle of fucking some small town in New Mexico or small town in like the middle is the middle states of the country or yeah. you know even in small towns in the in like the northeast or in the west coast. You know what I mean? In yeah. small towns, not in the big cities, and maybe they they don't want to go to like uh, to a city. Maybe they want to come to Texas. I'm sure there's people like that. I feel. That UT El Paso does not make the effort to bring in those people. But also, but also think about it. When we're talking about like Austin being more mobilized, right? Yeah. It also has to do with the type of people that like go to, to Austin, you know? So it's people with bigger goals and you know more determination. And that's and those type of people would choose UT over UTEP because UT acceptance rate is higher, so you see it as a more of a challenge school. Oh, this is actually going to challenge me more Wait, than going who? to UTEP, UT Austin, than UTEP. Acceptance is lower. Yeah, yeah, acceptance is lower, so, so so then those people are like, oh, this is more of a challenge than UTEP, you know? So when you get those people like, yeah, I really want to challenge myself, this is, this is a better university than Yeah, that is true. There's, there. It's true that, I mean, UT Austin is definitely uh, a more prestigious school. Yeah. Definitely, without a doubt, right? And a lot of that attracts a lot of people. What I'm trying to say is that, uh, wait, wait, wait. Next left to stay on US 290 West, then turn right onto US 281. Hold on, sorry. <laughs> okay, what I'm trying to say, yeah, I agree. But what I'm trying to say is that even, there's just a lot of people around the country who want to leave their hometown, even in Texas, and, and there's a lot of small cities in Texas, there's yeah. a lot of small towns, and El Paso would be a big city to them. I feel UT El Paso needs to do a better job to uh, market itself. Yeah. To those people, especially in-state, because you know, out of state tuition is kind of more expensive, but also, I think a big one would be international students. More international students. And now that we're talking about this, dude, I feel like we should. I want to do something, dude. I feel like looking at El Paso. I'm looking at El Paso differently now since the beginning of this conversation. <laughs> because I'm like, hold up, I'm part of the fucking problem. Because I'm just putting blame on everything, and it's like you live there too, bitch. Yeah. Who the fuck's your part? 
and you know, we're all pestilence too. And that's, I think that's how Austin started, bro. I think Austin, it was like, all right, yeah, UT was there, the Capitol was there, but do you fucking talk to anyone 20 years ago? Nah, it wasn't popping like it is now. Yeah. And, and I think what it was is that a lot of people at UT Austin, you know, like you said, a lot of people were coming in, you know, to study there, young people, and they started having these ideas for businesses. And I mean, like, Whole Foods started in Austin. Yeah. Fucking, we got, we got, I mean, right now, just the, the number of startups that other people probably don't know, like Favor, what else? I mean, you got the cool hotel on South Congress, I think it's called the South Congress Hotel. Yeah. That was a trash hotel, like, uh, like in the 90s, I think, or in yeah. the 80s. You know what I mean? There's these people who, who, who are looking at the city of Austin as like, oh, I mean, it's... It's the capital of Texas, but it's not popping. I can do something here. And I think I could, we could do, I mean, I definitely see I can do a part of something. I think you could do something too. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. And I do. And the thing is that I also want to do something for Juarez. Because I've lived in both cities, you know? And I feel that both cities can benefit from each other. Because both cities have a lot of people, you know? But the thing is that in order for Juarez, to be able to help El Paso, you know? Uh, and not help us in like, oh, they need help. I mean, it's in just help each other, you know? Like, benefit from each other, then why do you have to become better itself? You know? You know? You know what I'm, I'm thinking now is that, as we're talking, Daniel. Because Las Cruces is right there. Las Cruces is big too and it's close, you know? Yeah. So that's the next biggest city. That's what El Paso needs. There's people like us, bro. People like us who, who have these open mentalities and people who, like us who won't give a fuck. Like we're gonna have a, we come up with a cool idea that's different. Yeah. And the thing about it, uh, executing a cool idea that's different from what I've seen in Austin is that you just don't give a fuck about what anybody else thinks and you will attract those people who think your idea is cool and they don't give a fuck about the people who don't think it's cool. And eventually those people who don't think it's cool because, because first of all, they're probably just haters and they're just following the crowd, yeah. they will begin to see like, oh, this is different. That is pretty cool. You get me? It all starts with somebody who has a different idea and is not afraid to be different. And I think we have an edge because we've lived on our own and we've been exposed to Austin. We've been taught in Austin, be weird. You know, it's like, that's what Austin's slogan is. Be weird, talk to people, be open, and be, be open to every idea. And that's... It. When you talk to someone in Austin, they're open to anything. I mean, not all of them, of course. But you have a conversation with people in Austin, and and some may say it's like very liberal, but sure it is. But they're also open to more things than than I feel like in El Paso. It's when I've talked to people, it's like I can't do that. Or we, we, we don't do that. Or, you know, El Paso sucks. Like I was saying at the beginning of this conversation, El Paso sucks, and that's already the losing mentality. In a quarter mile, yeah, turn left right. onto US 2 And, and in, in, in Austin, Main it's more everybody has a curiosity. Oh, you're doing that? Yeah, it's it's like less judgment. Yes, and it's like less... Because they know that a lot of weird things happen in Austin that succeed. Yeah. So it's, it's normal for somebody to start something weird, you know? Yeah. Weird, quote unquote, you know. Think of, uh, just think of restaurants in Austin, and uh, and 
and food items in restaurants. Yeah. The names of them? They're like fucking ridiculous. I, I can't I can't bring one and like I don't have an example at the top of my head, but I definitely remember ha- having read food items that are just like these fuckers who made these restaurants are trolling, you know, mm-hmm. with their food items. Like they add in like cuss words and it's just funny shit. It's kind of a joke in yeah. the name. And and in, in, in El Paso, you'll find maybe one or two restaurants like that, but it's it's more of people are not going outside the box. Daniel, we can do something, bro. I'm fucking glad we're having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, me too, dude. Honestly, just just real talk, bro. Real just talk. takes initiative, you know. But are you seeing but, the opportunity? Yeah, of course, dude. I told you, I I see a lot of potential in, in El Paso. Every time that I go, I'm like, like, look at all these people just walking here trying to do something how many times have you been with with the guys like what do we do yeah i don't know we could go here here and like the same thing you know or is it awesome like what do we do i don't know there's a lot of options it's you like know? it's like fuck we can do so much bro yeah oh man dude now i'm looking at el paso like an open like a like a, just a blank like canvas. canvas yep like it's like what do you want to do you can do whatever the fuck you want and like oh that's crazy bro Yep, that's it. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, this was the next podcast, and we'll see you guys, or we'll talk to you guys in a few more minutes. Yep. Yeah, the raindrops keep falling on my head.